for joining us. This is Hellcast. And if you don't know us, Hellcast is a bi-weekly podcast that has definitely been behind for these last few weeks because of the holidays. I am Reaper. Justin. Honestly, I have no idea what we're going to be talking about. We're pretty much just going to be diving in. It's a show that talks about metal. So if you're new, you haven't heard this, just stick around. We're not going to bust into some douchey shit that you're just like, oh, God, this again. Probably going to talk about stuff you actually like. So definitely stick around. We'll be here for the next hour recording our live performance here as our next episode. You may have seen me doing more videos these days uh, on a channel called Heavy Metal Relics. And recently we uh, put a video out called The Big Four Brazilian Metal Bands. Uh And God damn did that prove how much people don't listen. Because the first thing I said in that, as you would do with anything in a big four list, what is a big four? Well, a big four is obviously popularity, f- abiding by the big four, Slayer, Megadeth, Metallica, and Anthrax. Yeah, when I think big, for me, the first thing that comes to mind is two things. It's either popularity, like as far as uh, mono records that they sold to the general public, or influential. You know how influential they are onto other bands that bands had spawned because of it. As I clearly said in this video, first thing I said, so, and especially with the Brazilian scene, then put that into play. You know, you're talking about Sepultura first. Yeah, and for, that, sure, for sure. I mean, that goes so many different ways, too, then. Yeah, even with the homeboy shit, which I don't like, but it, 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 it did have its, you know, other people. Just, you can't just go by what you like. I don't like it, but people do, whether you like it or not, like, Roots. Exactly. You know, people like that shit. Yeah, when I think of Sepultura, I think of Morbid Visions, and but that, you know, that counts too, because that was way before everybody, and it was super influential. So in a second, I want to find out what you would say is your big four Brazilian metal bands, but okay. I want to complete my story in this. So, of course, you're hitting this. You know, you're abiding by the big four standards that is the big four thrash that we all know and probably don't like as much as other people, because this is what this channel's about, or this podcast so going in popularity cool sepultura boom i mean come on you can't avoid that whether you like whatever era you know what i mean you gotta include it mm-hmm. so i'm thinking well that's all i'm gonna take my own advice they have a lot of different eras so death metal let's start out with the that because there's a lot to relate with that you know well then there is with the thrash stuff too yeah. um but I went death metal because I, I I don't know. I just felt that was easier. And uh, so then next up, I felt uh, Christian. You know, I mean, think about it. They're, they're, they're really the only, at least that I, in death metal for Brazil that comes straight to mind. You know, the touring United States. They were, they are on central media, maybe at Nuclear Blast at this point. Uh, they're know, a known band. Not only know? that, they're Europeans who are someone I know uh, is they get a, it's a really big audience. Yeah, and I would be curious what their top selling album is, like quantity wise. It's probably my guess is, or maybe not. That's probably irrelevant. Amount. Uh, I, w- I would have said Conquers of Armageddon, which is their third album. I would have thought that's the top seller, but maybe they had a, a later one that is. But I would love to know what the units are that they moved. But yeah, it's way more than Mutilator or somebody like that. Right. Uh, but the thing is, a lot of people uh, probably would forget what, or not forget. It's just the guys that are stuck in the '80s and can't look past things. Is <laughs> Christian is. Uh, They've influenced a lot of bands. Like, there's a shit ton of bands, if you do some digging, from Brazil that sound a lot like them. Like, I'm talking, like, direct ripoff bands. And right. there's some of which are really good. Like, there's Rebellion. There was... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Merciless. Uh, what the... Not Merciless. What the fuck is that band? What the hell can I think of the name? What was it? Well, uh, Abhorrence. Abhorrence. Abhorrence is great. Yes, Abhorrence. Uh, there was Ancestral Malediction. 
There was um, which is there is also a Finnish at porn. There's Funeratus, right? Band. What? There's a Finnish at yeah, porn. Yeah, 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 yeah right, the yeah. Brazilian one sends them home on a stretcher, in my opinion. Especially that uh, that that full length. So I have Sepultura, Christian, because it's it's popularity based, and it's kind of hard to refute what Christian has done, and it's more of that death metal vein. It's not the 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 more primitive uh, Brazilian death metal, but it's it's death metal. You know, so I think oh, it fits. It's, it's suitable. That's that's what more. And again, a lot of the uh, stuck in the '80s guys aren't going to want to hear that. That's if you ask the average person, not that their opinion matters or should matter or does matter, but if you were to ask the average person what death metal is, they think of the, a sound like Christian more than they do, you know, any of the '80s stuff. They just they just do. Even possessed death. That's first generation. I explain that like they think more so like Cannibal Corpse, Sinister, yeah, that type of stuff. And obviously, Christian's more that you know the growling vocals, blasting beats, down two guitars. That's that's what people think for the most part when they think of death metal. Even the people that don't like it. But if you're, but if, okay, so then the next one uh, was uh, Sarcophago. Definitely, yeah. Because I put them, I put them third because. Cogumelo Records that put out INRI and all those right and sell as many units. Yeah, they were gone for so many years you couldn't get it. You but know? they definitely were extremely influential for sure. Like of course, the, I mean, but they, they're like, more they're cult. more influential than Christian for sure. But they probably didn't yeah, sell yeah, as many. Yeah. They probably didn't sell as many records. No, no. So I felt I felt and and that's arguable, of course. But like, I, we didn't see the stats. Yeah, they didn't say show us the books. And then finally the fourth one, and it was hard. Was Volcano. I would say the fourth would be. That's probably who I would say. It's always hard to come up with the fourth yeah. one, especially with Brazil. So I went well, Volcano, Brazil, yeah, though. Yeah, like for like Sweden or something, it would be a little easier. But yeah. If, uh, but I chose Volcano because it was, again, that death metal sound. And yeah, I yeah, that, and that actually was the Volcano, is, as a matter of fact, is uh, Volcano, if I'm not mistaken, but it counts, but it don't count. Their first album was a live album. And I think that oh, was... The, yeah, the, really? Yeah. I thought yeah, that was I, later. I, I, so I Bloody Vengeance is not first? There was a recording that came out before that. I'm going to look it up. Vengeance, Metal Archives yeah. in this. No, Bloody Vengeance, I'm not mistaken, I believe that's 86 that yeah. the album came out. Yes, that sounds about right. And, okay, and I think they had something from 84. And it, if that's true, that that's hand-in-hand hand with Sepultura, and even before Sarcophago like, was doing an album and shit like that. So when was the Sarc- Sarcophago's first demo was... Ah, that probably was 84 or 85. So like, those, they're neck and neck as far as time frame, if you're going by time. Frame. Volcano Live was 1985, and then Bloody Vengeance was 1986. I thought that was an EP, honestly. Like, it's, it's pretty Vengeance? damn short. It's no, 23 it's like, minutes, man. Oh, I thought it was like 30 minutes. It's 23 minutes, according to uh, Metal Archives, and it definitely, my, my record player was spinning pretty no, it's quick. No, it's a quicker album, yeah. It's, uh, but, uh, I just w- listened to it recently. So so anyway, the moral of the story was, so the, the big four Brazilian metal bands, as far as I was concerned, and again, I understand it's open to interpretation in popularity sense, and that can mean a few different things, like Justin said, influences. So then I started to get shit, of course, and then I, because I have explained this in that, in that video, and you can't put Christian be at all, let alone before Sarcophago. What an insult. And it's just like, did you watch the video? I mean, I, I don't understand what you didn't get get by that message. That yeah. is po- like, how could you? I, I mean, I guess you could refute it. But like to say it's an insult. He's probably, he's probably just mean. I mean, they insulted themselves. He's probably then, just mean because obviously Sarcophago was putting out. The but you missed the point. No, I know. Yeah, it's exactly. That wasn't the point. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't to and just somebody, yank it out no, of your no, ass. Before, I'm going to call it out before someone says it because someone could be a complete smart. That guy's probably someone could be a complete smart ass and say, <laughs> "Fuck him, Craig." Someone could be a complete smart ass and be like, uh, uh, 
they'd be like, uh, well, in that case, if you're going by that criteria, then you should have put Soulfly in there. And that's not oh, real. I don't agree because right. that's, that's borderline pure rap. But I, you said, Soulfly, I already said. That's not I really was, metal. But I didn't say that. I said, we're going to stick with Sepultura because it's the hugest thing and that has so many different tiers. So I took one of those tiers and that was the death metal days. And then here's the list I got for you. Because, oh, and then I chose the death metal days because, yeah, it was like, it was hard to refute Christian's popularity. Mm-hmm. So I figure... Christian, death metal, Sepultura started out that way. Let's go down there. That'd be an interesting spin because you could talk about uh, Angra, which is like a progressive metal band that I understand is pretty popular, but that wouldn't fit it. You wouldn't beat Sepultura, Angra, Soulfly, and Christian. Like, what a weird list. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the big four criteria of the, the Slayer, Megadeth, and all that, that's thrash. So, I mean, they stick in the same genre. So it's, you know, it's, it's unfair to pull that shit out of your ass. So, and that was where it was. And the list makes sense to me. It, it made sense to me, and yeah. especially the way I presented it. So, I don't know. But that that was what I, I just wanted to open up that gripe. When you're doing a, a particular question like that, you got to be unbiased. You can't go by what you personally like. And I, 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 Thank you. Especially metal fans, they have a hard time doing that. Yes. And this gentleman definitely had a really hard time with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was the first fucking thing I said. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm really having a hard time with this. Yeah. But no, it's just, an, it, it's just. Well, that's literally like saying, that's what it was like. Nothing. I just had nothing else to yeah, say, so I brought that up. Yeah, Re- <laughs> what am I saying? So was cra- who? Reaper. Uh, I know. Like, no, yeah. Who? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, we need to get me a code name then. No, but that's literally like saying, like, uh, what am I wearing? Creator. That's literally like saying creator is bigger than fucking Metallica just because you like creator more. Well, That's right. asinine. Well, obviously, right. obviously Metallica is a bigger band. Well, in a moment, we're going to play a, a slight little game and, and get this break this ice a little bit better <laughs> than Brazilian rants. Uh, but for, before we do that. One of Denmark's finest black metal bands or horror metal as they, I guess, go by. Denial of God, Death and the Beyond, uh, is available on CD again. It came out in 2012. You probably heard that interview with Ustu uh, that I did with him. Oh, yeah, that was a while ago. Hates Hulk Hogan, too. Yeah, he hates Hulk Hogan. So he hates <laughs> Hulk Hogan. And <laughs> Listen to the interview. You'll get it. But this album is honestly probably one of my favorite black metal albums ever. It's Hopefully great. it's not a huge Yeah, lift. Denial of God. I mean, that album and uh, Horrors of Satan... Uh, that is, some, in my opinion, some of the best black metal L ever. What I really like about this album is the sound of it. I love the drum sound. I'm a sucker for a good drummer, man, and especially a good drum sound. And that has both the above. You know, some bands do longer songs, and, and Denial of God is one of them yeah. that pulls it off well. Where, like, you know, you see 10 minutes, you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm committed. But you listen to it, and you're just like, ah, 10 minutes is over well, already? Because like the, like the breaks in between them, some have like these spooky Damn. sounds. and Spooky you know sounds, mean? Like, great It has a really dark vibe to it, and it's like memorable, it's catchy, it's it's um, it has a lot of emotion to it, in my opinion. Lots of emotion. So Very depressing. Uh, <laughs> depressing, but not that cry by a river, I'm a pussy. No, 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 no. Depressing as in creating an atmosphere of darkness. Yeah. Do you know what Indian Head is? Because yeah. we're about to play some weird form of that. Here we go. I guess I'm doing it like this. <laughs> what the, Sauron. Sauron? From uh, Michigan. So you, you want what the thir- you start. 30, First, just get the 30 so seconds. 30 seconds. Name the top thought. Just random thoughts that come uh, on when thrash, you hear that name. Thrash Metal from Michigan. I never officially remember the guy's names from the band, but I'm pretty sure I met you guys several times. And um, yeah, that's what pops my mind at first. 
Sorry, guys. That was the best that he could do. <laughs> <laughs> Great band. Victor, the, the guitar player, contributed some awesome solos on the latest Crucify Mortals album, Psalms of the Dead Choir. So he did those awesome leads on there, for the exception of one on Into Eternity. That was me. And... Uh, I had the pleasure of doing their latest album, mastering it for vinyl. That Luke Flail, who's down there commenting in a way, not anymore, uh, <laughs> He's getting his potatoes, put out, man. and it's a great album, Conquest Through Attrition. Sauron, Thrash Assault is a great record. Sauron, Rules. Those are my thoughts. That was, more, that was more than 30 fucking seconds, so God damn it. No one was counting. Someone in the show, God damn it. Somebody's got a stopwatch on. Actually, technically, I do. All right, next, Indian Head version. Repulsion. That's 30 seconds. That's one of the greats. First grindcore record ever. Possibly, yeah, I'd say first grindcore record ever, in my opinion. Um, one of my all-time favorite albums. And uh, pick up that sweet picture disc version that somebody did. Of Horrified. Yeah, of Horrified, yeah. The only album they have. Yeah. One of the best bands ever. Well, I did an interview with Scott Carlson uh, back a while ago, and he said that there will not be another album. And I respect that. I'm glad that there will not be. And not because I'm not a big fan. I love the band. won't be the same. And he agrees, and he knows that, and that's what I have to say about Repulsion, other than what else do you say about how great they are, really? And they're from Michigan. Yeah. Just like Sauron. Yeah. All right. Was that 30 seconds? You're going to give me shit for being under 30 seconds? Uh, that's just, yeah, throwing out, yeah, if you, that's an absolute, mu- that's kind of like when you meet the douche at the bar that we always talk about, that's mm-hmm. a band you could throw out, be like, do you like Repulsion? If they're like, who? You already Don't know the conversation, <laughs> you know the conversation's over. You already know it's over. You already know. Whether you listen to metal or not, maybe you listen to like Megadeth, Metallica, Slayer. Maybe you listen to legitimate metal, but it's like if you don't know who they are, you don't listen to the same kind of metal I do. All right, here's a fun fact for you then before we get on to the next random band. What well known band was, before they became the well known name and the establishment that they were, was called Repulsion? Oh, actually, I do know. Uh, before. Because, yeah, Repulsion was originally called Genocide, and before that, I believe they were actually called Tempter. They're yeah. originally called Tempter, very first for very short-lived, then Genocide, then Repulsion. And uh, there's a well-known band that, that changed their name because of that, right? There's a well-known there's a well-known New York band that had changed that had to change their name to the name that they're now well known for. So because they were previously be called Repulsion before their first album came out. And the the singer bass player was in a band. That uh, was before that. They were great. They're classic, and they probably would not be able to release the albums that they did back when. Today, with the PC world, well, Emulation was originally called Rigor Mortis. Does anyone else know? Leave that in the comments. What was this band that was previously I know called who it Repulsion? Is, but I can't think of who it is. Well, you one time insulted them. I don't know how I'm wrong about Wolverine Blues. Still, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking. Maybe he about. thinks it's great, or you don't. I don't know. Chris Bell was. We had the CB going. Yes, you are right. About. He got it right Type about that band. Well, no, you're wrong, Chris. You're wrong. It, but you were wrong about the, the the first band, but then the 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 in-between band that happened after that. Des Martin, you got it. Should I reveal it to you now? Yeah. Typo negative. So say, yeah. No, I didn't know that. I didn't yep. know that. Repulsion. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. No. All right. We're doing yeah, an where Indian the fuck was style. he, though? By the time Typo was starting, Repulsion was already broken up. Where the hell was that fucking guy? Pete Steele, he was yeah. doing Carnivore. Yeah, but he should have known who the fuck Repulsion was. In 1989? Yeah! Hells yeah! They and- almost 86, 
And okay. uh, talking to Don and shit, he's like, man, that was just a traded out well, the ass, their demo was. All right, well, the, 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 so, yeah, you should know. What the fuck was that guy? I'm, I'm going to try to stick he's up too for busy here. posing in Playboy magazine or the fuck he was no, doing. No, that, la- that was years later. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, whatever. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But it wasn't then. He should have uh, been jamming some horrified. Probably right, still slow alive. Deep, slow, Deep, and Hard came out in 1991. Granted, it was recorded before that. He did not so, start yeah, no typo negative before In 1990, though. they were Repulsion. Indian head style, desultory, desultory, however the hell you would say this Swedish band's awesome name. First two albums, great. Demo's good. Didn't like anything else. I knew they were one of your favorites. I didn't like them as much as you did. I got into them a little later. I mean, the, the Swedish death metal bands I got in the first was like Dismember and Tomb, Grave, Unleashed, Carnage. So I got into them probably about a few years later than that. And I think, yeah, I think they're a really good band. So the first album I ever heard was the Swallow the Snake yeah. on a Metal Blade compilation. Don't like that one. Yeah, well, that was on a Metal Blade compilation cassette tape. That was what I heard. I heard Before Today, Beyond Tomorrow, I think the song was called from that. Obviously, it was enough to get me to listen to the record. Didn't hate it. Then I heard Into Eternity. I was like, what the hell is this? It's yes. Totally, totally different, yeah. And then I hated Swallow Snake for years. Then Night of the Vinyl Dead doing what they do well, putting out the records that everyone hates by every band. <laughs> they put it out on vinyl. I picked it up. I was like, yeah, this is this got something. I, it's just not the death metal it was. But I, I love the salt. It kind of followed and tuned and shit. It was kind of doing the death and roll yeah, thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. More all, I would say more alternative though. But you know what I mean. It's the same things, idea. Yeah. They're going for that yeah, yeah, more yeah. mainstream which commercial, is, but but after they broke up, then they did uh, the, their comeback album, which is death metal. Right, but then they did a band called Zebulon, and it, and it did sound exactly. Like oh, the I don't Swallow know. I never, I never heard that shit. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then they came back with Counter but, Scars, and then that yeah, was that like stuff. that pulverized records, I believe, did. Yeah, and then and they did the last album. That yeah, just, that's pulverized. Oh shit! What, what is that called? Um, which was pretty good. We but, just got them a couple months ago, but uh, yeah, but it's Swedish death metal. Stuff. Yeah, and that was the thing that I was slightly disappointed by. Typical Swedish Records, yeah. And well, especially uh, Thomas the Drum, it, it it just didn't have his very like uh, like improvisational sound. Like mm-hmm. he just on that that into eternity. Like it just kind of like sounded like he just went in there and just banged it out. And and it's so like just I love it. I, I just love there's. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, it's so unique, and that's what I think lacks on those records. It was just kind of more like, uh, just very rehearsed. And I was, I also like the uh, vocals a lot too on the uh, first record, yeah, which very much sound like uh, if you listen to uh, The Crown or also Crown Crown of Thorns, which before they changed their name, uh, the vocals sound very much like that. King King Diamond. Diamond. Oh, where'd you get that patch? That's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I never seen that. The King of Diamonds, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the king yeah. of diamonds because he is King, king Diamond. Diamond. Wow, <laughs> that makes sense. All right, 30 seconds or less. First thoughts about King Diamond. Uh, it's, he's my favorite band. Merciful Fate and King Diamond. That's all I need to say. Favorite band. I like think that record. is all you can pretty much say to that. Yeah. If, I mean, if, I, like if, every, I like every record. I even like the last, uh, like the Puppet Master and uh, Give Me Your Soul. I like those. Those aren't as good as the earlier, some of the earlier ones, but um, I like them. They have good songs. They have a couple of songs in those, like Abigail Part 2 The Revenge had a song, like, eh, a few weaker parts, but uh, every album I like. Every Merciful Fate, nine. That was great. That's Merciful Fate. That's when I saw Merciful Fate was 1999 on the nine, nine tour. And I think that's a great album. Dead Again, love it. All that shit's good. Cool. Good. No such thing as a stinker. Well, before I go, I want to hear it in the crowd. First thoughts, King Diamond, what comes to mind? Leave it in the comments. My first thoughts about King Diamond. I knew you love him. 
And uh, when I remember on that same Metal Blade compilation cassette tape that I heard Desultory on was actually one of my first introductions to Merciful Fate. This kind of shows my age a little bit, or at least how aware of Merciful Fate I was at the time, because the first song ever, or the, the song that was on there was Into the Unknown. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like man, Darkness, we are here tonight to collect who's going to die. I, I was like, what the hell is this? And I loved it. And it was great. And well, I wanted- first, yeah, but when I first heard it too, really young, and you just, first thing was like, what the fuck's with this guy's voice? Like nobody sounded like it. You weren't sure, yeah. like if it was like certain parts were like female parts for me, and certain parts were like, yeah, is this the same guy? Like, is this the same person? Like doing all the vocals, or is it like multiple singers? Is like, is there a female vocalist in there? For example, especially if you listen to the Eye, that's what I liked. That's kind of what that was one of my complaints on like the Puppet Master and the, yeah, I think it was Puppet Master up, yeah. Puppet Master and uh, Give Me Your Soul is the female parts. His wife does the vocals on, and it's she did a good job. But I, he did the vocal, you know, the female parts, just like on Conspiracy, the yeah. Eye, and he did a good job. Like when he does the little girls' voices on the Eye. So you know all cool. that stuff. I, I never yeah, really yeah, knew yeah. all that until talking to you. Ghoulie said that she loves King Diamond. He's trying to get all her albums on cassette. Voodoo is her favorite. Fun fact, Ghoulie, you're gonna love this one. Uh, Voodoo is the first album I heard by them. Really? Yeah. As a matter of fact, not only is it the first one I heard by Where's them. Where's that in the chain? 98. Uh, and uh, and uh, the thing is, not only is that the first one I heard by them, which since it was the first, Voodoo is uh, my favorite album from the 80s up. That and Spider, it's close with Spider's a little by, but uh, those are my favorite ones from, uh, you know, basically anything after like um, them. Really? As a matter of fact, like I like uh, Voodoo more than some of the, like some of the early ones and Sam Spider's a little by. Like I, I've said on record, I don't I don't think Fatal Portrait's the best album. It's a great record, but that's not my favorite. My favorite is probably either Abigail or Them, but uh, like I like Voodoo more than Conspiracy. And uh, I'm just laughing about this next band. <laughs> okay, this is gonna really get some crickets in the comments. <laughs> great band though. Here we go, Indian Head style. Hope you know that game. <laughs> oh, that's a great band. Scepter. Scepter or Scepter, some people might say, but I say Scepter. Uh, first a cool they- patch, by the way. Um, All right, 30 seconds are left. 30 seconds left. Thoughts on Scepter. Fucking fucking metal motherfuckers. Great fucking album. Everything's good. That's their best thing. I thought they were kind of a lazy band, though, in the sense that they've been around longer than I thought they were at the time, and they only have, like, two full lengths and, like, um, the EP. A couple of EPs. uh, 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 Yeah, uh, two albums for sure. Going to Hell is is one LP. Fucking metal motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, fucking metal motherfuckers. They're definitely the best thing. And... uh, the fuck is the ten inch called? Metal up, metal up ass? thy ass. Yeah, metal up thy ass. Yeah, there's a ten inch picture disc of it, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, great band. So yeah, my thoughts. Thirty seconds or less. Scepter, 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 whatever from Scepter, Chicago. Yeah. From Chicago. Didn't yeah. know, knew who they were, but didn't even give them a chance until you said how great they were. You said they sounded like th- that. The singer reminded you of Tom G. Yeah. I did not agree. with I think you. they have a frost sound, but just. I yes. did not see it, but I I didn't either way. It didn't didn't say that they were bad or good. I it just they were they're they're freaking great. I thought they're faster. That's that's what I didn't hear, and I didn't hear that Celtic Frost typical tone and the ooze and all that of the, of the Tom G's. I don't know. I was just looking deeper, I guess. But Metal Up Thy Ass is actually my favorite release by them. 
Oh, that really? is such a great, it's just great, man. Yeah. I remember I got that 10 and it's like, this is, oh man, this, I don't know. It's just the best stuff. I think. It's uh, like four songs, I believe. I know. I love that. I love that. Yeah, no, though. fucking uh, metals. And I got it from though. a German, uh, this German place. Oh, man. I wanted to give him a plug. I'll give you another good. fun fact about Scepter, in case anybody's watching or whatever, which Scott and uh, Mike from Cyanide, I know are friends with them or whatever, both being from Chicago, is I would love for, like, if we do another Hell's Head Bash, like, uh, Scepter to do, like, a reformation, one-off show and be able to play our fest. I'd have to talk to Eric and Chase and stuff like that. I'm sure they'd be up for it, but uh, I think that'd just be awesome. I, I never got to see them. I thought they were a fucking great band. They're, they're close, Chicago. It's there only the two, three guys in Scepter. Yeah. And so it's like, it shouldn't be that hard. Get it back together, guys, yeah, but I'm saying, get around but, for that. But I mean, Cyanide being on the label, you know, they played our fest, buddies. It, just, it seems like it'd be kind of an easy thing to make happen. And I'd, I'd be awful. I'd be thinking it'd be awesome. Where's the love for Scepter in the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> if you could... At emoji a cricket. That's what's going to be happening. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. That'd be great, though. I, but yeah, I, I, it's great, great stuff. So get it together, guys. If you're watching, you could be playing Hell's Head Bash. Do you know what kind of offer that is? There's people <laughs> that are like, fuck, I want to play that. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Indian Head Style. The first 30 seconds of uh, what do you just randomly think about this band that I'm just hitting you with? Here we go. And if you're if you're watching, you know, and you, these bands I'm talking about, let's sh- hear about it. I want to hear your first 30 seconds. You know, don't think about it too hard. Just, just type away. Boom. Rigor Mortis. Hands down. From Texas. Yeah. I mean, plus you have the self-titled patch. That is hands down one of the greatest thrash albums ever. As a matter of fact, how uh, uh, Repulsion's one of the greatest grindcore records for me. I consider it the first one. I mean, it's a toss-up between, you know, Napal Death Scum and uh, Repulsion Horrified, but I kind of consider it Repulsion more so, but it's arguable. Rigor Mortis, I mean, uh, yeah, I think that's one of the best, most underrated thrash metal bands. Because I liked it more than, like, hell, I liked it more than Creator. I liked it more than Sodom. Mm-hmm. I liked it more than, uh, you know, a lot of the big thrash bands at the time. And plus, it was cool because it had the gory lyrics. It was different, different sound, different. It was just, it was fucking awesome. That that record is, if, if, if you don't have that, you don't like metal. Well, one of like your favorite parts is uh, when he's like, Harlem, start the stew or whatever the hell. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. What is it? Uh, Scott. Song? Yeah. Uh, Impaled uh, redid that. Uh, or they took that idea. Yeah, it's on the uh, um, Slow Death song, Slow Death. Well, here's my 30 seconds then. Rigor Mortis. Was always intrigued by that band. Couldn't, didn't hear him for years. And in fact, it was it still hadn't heard them, but still knew who they were. Wanted to hear them before this internet bullshit and uh, Toxic Holocaust. I was just Evil saying, never dies. Shirts, yeah. The cover of that album was That's actually not. Yeah, that was he drew the was guy's shirt, shirt on that them. he had. Yeah, but no, so but but no, the cover of the, the literally not the shirt of the shirt of the the character on the album, but Joel Grind did a shirt of that artwork way before that album even came out. And I had that shirt. Oh, right. I didn't know that. What and he it's did, like a satanic voice. metal on the back. It was with the old Toxic Holocaust logo. And I was like, fuck yeah, because I was, I was in touch with Joel for years before. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And so I was like, oh, hell yeah. And uh, and I bought that shirt. So then when the album came out, then he used that artwork. So anyway, it had a, the, guy, the character on the Toxic Holocaust artwork had a rigor mortis shirt. Mm-hmm. And that was just more like in your face. Man, I just got to hear this band, you know, like, damn, you know. I saw it was cool going, talking about Joel earlier before we started. I think that's cool that he was as big of a rigor mortis fan. And I, I never asked him about it personally, but um, it's obviously he liked rigor mortis as much like yourself and me. Yeah. Uh, that, I thought that was cool that, uh, you know, because you could clearly tell that in toxic sound that he likes like Sodom and shit, you know? Yeah. So, but it's, so it's kind of cool that he liked them as he, you know, that much. And then even more fun fact, always had people saying that like my vo- vocals sounded like uh, Bruce Corbett's. Uh, yeah, for, yeah. And uh, I don't know. Kind I, of Cam Lee. That's like Don said. Really? I I don't know. I never I never thought of these bands when, uh, you know, just coming up with it or whatever the hell. So uh-huh. anyway, um, 
it's kind of fun and not because of that, but uh, actually I want to embark and do a rigor mortis cover. Crucify Morals, do a rigor mortis cover. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Bodily dismemberment. So Is that what you Zach, do? Good choice there too. I do. That was the song, man. Like, I, it's just that song. Oh, it's great. It was, it's fan fucking fantastic. Some would say demons, or others would say uh, slow death, or the whole album. Frankly, that's but, what I was saying. You know what? Other than us. Uh, uh, Spivey at the the bonus track. Well, they, they know that was bullshit no, no, that, too. I, honestly, when I think of uh, I think of a lot of records, but uh, when I think of Rigor Mortis, or when I think of, like Don't Break the Oath, or like Holy Diver, those are to me are perfect records. Like every single song is really good in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I'll still kind of default to Bodily Dismemberment and Demons just because. Well, see that. What I always loved, so so bodily dismemberment, it had the lyrics. And the, the, as a 15-year-old, like, it was just great. You know, I loved putting that on my, like, you know, whatever the fuck, AOL or something, just to offend people. There was some, I, I think it was AOL or whatever, where you could put, like, a quote. So I would always, like, put, like, some of the most just, you know, fucked up quotes that I could put on there. And then, mm-hmm. I, and I, uh, you know, um, a, a recipe of blooded flesh, why it's twitching on my bed. Mm-hmm. Was the lyric I always put or whatever. So, or no, in five easy slices, you're in six lo- lovely pieces. Oh, yeah, Bodily yeah. dismember as yeah. passion increases. So that I always put that on there. And so those lyrics just always kind of hit me because I loved how messed up they were. And Dude, I thought know, that comeback album was good. You didn't really care for it too much. I did didn't you? care for it, but I was, I heard it in passing. It's I got to sit down Dude, and Flesh for it. Flies, that's a great no, no, song. Well, the little bit I have heard now since. It's a good had, record. Yeah. I thought, for, and I went into that listen to that record when I heard their back. I'm like, oh, this is just going to suck. You know, for example, if Repulsion said we're doing a new album, I'm like, ah, this, there's no way it's going to be good. So I, lived, I I went in there kind of with a negative attitude when I was like, holy shit, this is really good. Yeah. My only complaint on the last record would be I thought that last track was a little bit carried out. It's like a fucking 10-minute song, and it's got this kind of like um, uh, Roman Empire times, you know, Caesar's fucking palace shit going on at the end, which is cool, but it kind of was a little drawn out. That'd be my only kind of complaint about the album. Other than that, I thought it was really good, and I was very surprised because I thought for sure it was going to suck. You know, I got to say, too, you know, embarking on trying to do this cover, I was learning the song, mm-hmm. Bodily Dismemberment. You know, I'm used to playing fast and all this shit, but like, like, uh, like, God damn, this is like a, like, it's just a pain. That's another thing, Mike, man. Dude, he, yeah, that's, he, those that, guitar his... solos are fucking phenomenal. That's another thing that stands out about the new album, why it's still good, yeah. is you could tell, it's like, holy shit, the solos are this, like, it has the same sound. And I, I think that was the, that, that yeah. guy's guitar solos were fucking killer. Well, my, Mike, man, he, he, yeah, he's amazing. And so it's going to be really fun doing it. I mean, granted, I really, the only thing left I got, I want to, I need to learn is the solo, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's just a riffing, man. It's just, it's just crazy. Cause it's, you know, to play it tight and stuff, it's very intricate. It's very fast and it's very involved. So yeah. That, 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 and, but when I was doing it, I fucked up my hand, man. Like, I, oh, really? I, yeah, I, I, I really did. I was like, my, cause I did, it, it made me feel the geezer syndrome setting in. I was like, God damn it, man. Cause a friend of mine's like, maybe that's why, maybe that's why he had a heart attack on stage. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, but like, uh, so yeah. fucking so intense, having a hard time playing. So because it. of rigor mortis, though, now I have to stretch my fingers and shit before I play guitar. Age, man, it's kicking in. It's yeah, like this that, blows. It's just that hard to play. That you know, it's that you know intricate. Uh, it, well, it is, but I mean, I've played shit like that. That's I never okay. had to do this before, and, and then it was that. And I was, I, like I literally fucked it. I was even getting a massage one time. Like I, I couldn't even like pull my hand back. Like you're, you're that yeah. tense. It's like yeah, it's yeah. fucking it's rigor mortis. Damn it, yeah. <laughs> Mike. What did you do? <laughs> Maybe it is why the, that Mike story is a crazy story though. I say, he, dude, he died on uh, Bruce's birthday. But weren't they playing a show live? Yeah. I, was, died, oh, I didn't know it was Bruce's on birthday. Stage. It was Bruce's he died, birthday. He died, that's what I thought. He died on stage. It's like his 50th birthday. He died on, not, not Mike's, but Bruce's birthday, yeah, yeah. 50th birthday. I mean, Is how, that why they play the show was for his birthday? Yeah. So they're just playing a birthday show and he just drops dead. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I didn't know the. I knew he dropped dead on stage. I didn't know the birthday part though. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, I guess, the way to go. Yeah, yeah, you're doing what you like doing. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But fuck, man, you know, for the survivors, like, that's not going to mess with your head, you know? Yeah. Man, we got to get Bruce on and ask him about that. He probably won't want to talk about that. But I don't know. I got a morbid curiosity for this. Is that weird? I, I don't think it's weird, right? No, nah, that's that the case. Why does anybody watch serial killers or any of that shit? Same, same thing. Yeah, yeah. So, sweet. Last band, Indian Head Style. Protector. Oh, another great band. Uh, Let's hear a yeah, Protector. 30 no, yeah, seconds yeah. Uh, yeah. No, the Top Protector. Thoughts. Uh, they're actually one of the German thrash bands that I like more so than they, what, what most typical people would think. Um, I don't like every record. Their last album was uh, surprisingly really good because they had some in-between albums where you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, it doesn't sound anything like them. Like, there was one record. I don't remember which one it was. It sounds like death metal, like total death metal, like instead of the German thrash stuff they're doing. But their latest al- album, uh, Cursed and Coronated, it's, it sounds like Early Protector. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking great. And it was. And uh, yeah, really good band. Don't like every album by them, but I like four albums for sure. Four for sure. I'm going to be that cult guy and say that the only thing I really enjoy all that much is the demos, which what is that release called, by the way? Misanthropy. Well, Misanthropy is the full first uh, album. Like it's kind of a. Oh, OK. Well, whatever's album. on that. But they, there's the bonus really? demo. Those are dudes. Those are five, but there's a two demo tracks, whatever. On the CD, I don't know if they're on the high roller release, but the one that you're thinking of, are you thinking of the one where it was the first two albums? It was Misanthropy and Gollum on one with the two demo yes, tracks. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. That's that yeah. was my first introduction to them too. That's what I had, and I love. I always loved that disc beginning and end. So the first two, Gollum and Misanthropy, and those demo tracks, they kind of blurred together because it's just on one disc, and that's the first thing I heard about Protector. Uh, but I got the uh, differentiate anymore because. Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, High roller, you know, reissue my yes. LPs and stuff. And it was nice to have them on vinyl. They looked good. It looked really eighties and vintage. And uh, that's how I also heard, uh, uh, which I didn't know for years. Um, Earn the Mad. Yeah, that was, that, that was a good. Ask. That was a good one. I I, I thought for sure, I was like, ah, it's gonna be a shit record. But I was like, oh, this is this is a good one. I was like, I liked it. Favorite Protector album. Let's let it. Let's let it be known in the comments. Come on, we got some Protector fans mm. here, don't we? We have rigor mortis fans. No, I'm, yeah, <laughs> big Protector is fucking great. Cain and Abel, whew, awesome tune. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great forgot fucking about, yeah. song, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. What's the first song that just comes in? Oh, yeah, it's a uh, demo. The fuck's it called? Yeah, no, it's great. It's, just, on, the, it's on the, uh, the album. That's too, what though. I like about it, because that, that that demo, man, like... It, okay, so so Teutonic Thrash, there's... Um, I was having this conversation. Uh, Canyon, I think we're in. Uh, Canyon Bickle, if you know him from YouTube. Uh, we were in... I don't, I don't know. I think he's driving. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. We were, I was talking to him. I saw something re- earlier today. Anyway, uh, we were talking about uh, Teutonic Thrash, and he kind of made the point about Sodom and, and loving because he likes black metal. And he kind of mm-hmm. made yeah. like the point about Sodom and like early creator and, and just all those the, the, the Teutonic Thrash having that influence to black metal, really. And oh, that's what it's called. I mean, I remember Kanye and even Don telling me back, back then they considered shit like uh, Running Wild even. Teutonic Thrash? No, the black, they considered it black metal. That was considered like black metal. Oh, well, I was just going to say that those, you know, so early, early Sodom, early creator, destruction uh, and protector that they, the two time thrash bands, they had a lot of it to do with black metal sound, you know, Norwegian stuff. Um, and uh, I just it was interested that he brought that up because it was always in my head, kind of like, you know, a lot of those fans, like they, they do hail the Sodom stuff because, yeah, it has that. And so I was going to say like that protector demo, what I really like about that actually 
which might be odd because I'm not the huge black metal fan, oh, but it, it kind of has have, like a really big black metal tone yeah, to it. Yeah, just like it, Sodom know? and the Sign of Evil, like you're saying, does. But even more like, because yeah, I, I can see that. that sorry, Sodom, like, but I think they're way they're more solid of a band, a uh, protector. Yeah, uh, the, you're thinking of two demo shows. You know what? I haven't listened forever. There was a, I think it's a double LP. It could be a single LP. Not that it fucking matters. We had in stock years. I have it. I own it. Uh, Where's was, the protector? There was the protector. No, I forget what it's called. I, I, I know what the cover looks like. It's one of those. Um, who's that? Gustavo Delore artwork. Not maybe not his, but one of those guys. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the cover art is that, and there's an LP of it. But anyways, it's a protector. Gold? No, no, but no, but I'm saying Protector has an LP. It's their, uh, it's their rehearsals and shit on there, and I, oh. yeah, and that, so, and I believe there's live stuff. I haven't listened to it in a long time because some of it's kind of a little rough sounding. Um, I don't think you're referring to any of that because I don't recall if that two track, that, the two tracks that you're talking about that was on the uh, CD that we were mentioning. Right. I don't even think they're on there. I haven't listened oh. in years, but I have it, and uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, there's some really early uh, Protector recordings on there, and uh, I got to go back and listen to that because, like I said, I love Protector, but I just remember some of the shit being like, eh, this doesn't sound so great. Out now on Hell's Headbangers, the long-awaited reissue for the long unavailable Black Death from Cleveland, the classic heavy metal band of all black guys. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I wonder if that's, if, if they, they probably did for that reason, come up with the name Black Death because of that I reason. Almost, I, would imagine. I, I don't, I never talked to those guys personally, but from what I know, the back, it, yeah, that's long awaited, available on CD and LP picture disc comes with a bonus seven inch. That's right. The bonus seven inch though was what came with the, the, the LP back in the day too. Um, but the CD also contains that. So it's basically an embodiment of everything that was ever available. So that's really cool. And you can get that. And uh, I don't know. There's nothing really more to say about it. That's definitely some unique sounding heavy metal, as is a lot of the Cleveland bands. It sounds uh, a lot like Priest, don't you think? So, okay, so we're talking about Cleveland metal with this, you know. And uh, did you notice, like, uh, Destructors, Maximum Destruction, especially this. Let's just do those two examples. The guitar tone, like, has like a very, like, you could almost get a Cleveland guitar sound out of that. You didn't notice that? I, I didn't think about it, I guess, because yeah, I mean, when I heard both those albums, they were very far apart from each other. I didn't hear them close. 85 was the, the maximum no, destruction. No, they came, they came out very close together, but me, my, me hearing Oh, them. oh, yeah, yeah, in your chronology. I yeah, heard the part. Destructor way before I heard the Black Death. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, would you say that there was something... Okay, so maybe you didn't make that notification. I mean, listen to it again. Just put it on your head. Anyone listening, like when you listen to these earlier Cleveland or Cleveland bands, and a lot of people watch. They might not even know. They might. They might not. They might not. That, so that's why I'm kind of throwing out there, putting a little bit of. A, well, yeah. let's hear some love for Cleveland metal in, the, in there. It, let's hear crickets. Love. Who, who knows? Maybe you don't know. Yeah, that, but you're talking about the really early Cleveland shit. Like, you're not even talking about like. But yeah, like, I'm more so talking about what even set. Because, okay, do you think Cleveland metal is even a term now? <laughs> I never considered a term. The only reason why I would have is just because I live here. Well, I was just talking to Dave Overkill recently from Destructor, and uh, he kind of, because I was going on with that, I was like, I don't know, Cleveland Metal, he kept, because he wanted to talk about that, and I was just like, but then he did, and I was like, oh, you know what, I guess there is Cleveland Metal, like, because when he started talking about, you know, Shock Paris, fucking, you know, he put all these older bands together, Black Black Death, Destructor, Shock Paris, uh, and so on and so forth, uh, you know, there were a lot of bands then. So there no, were, I know there, there was because even uh, uh, Athenar was talking about us uh, doing a lot of Cleveland bands, like reissue, kind of like a series. Oh, that'd uh, be cool. Fl- yeah, it was. And uh, honestly, he knew about a lot of demos. And 
Hopefully, so just crowd some, won't no, decide was, it. There was some. <laughs> some of it was even on YouTube just to check it out. Like some people posted demos, like shit, way back in the day. And uh, I'll be admitting, I was like, I never heard of any of these fucking bands. So there was a scene for sure. Mm-hmm. And someone to Jamie's like, oh yeah, there was a lot of great bands. And, they, and I was like, yeah, this oh, so far over there, I was like, it's pretty good. Chase uh, approached me with it, and I liked the idea and like a lot of things. It just kind of fell through, and never heard back since then. Maybe we'll yeah. revisit it. But yeah, a lot of this was stuff like I never heard of, but it was cool. I was like. You know, dust them demos off. If we could put it on LP or something, I'm all for that shit. I like that. I like those kind of releases. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff. Like I said, I'd never even heard of myself. So they're probably Dave from Destructor. I mean, he probably knows. Well, yeah. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. But before it was, my time. It was you know interesting. I, mean? I was just being born or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it was interesting hearing that because it, it did it put a whole different thought process in my head. And I've been not exactly the most uh, polite toward the Cleveland <laughs> scene. In, in, in talking no, there's about, nothing wrong with the Cleveland scene. It's just like any. Nothing's other not scene. wrong with it. I just think it nowadays that there's a little bit of a torn. It's a little bit torn. Yeah, but I think it's like that everywhere because it's all. If you're to put together, honestly, if you're to uh, go in any town, and it's like, for example, ask any of the Detroit guys. I'm sure there's some stigma between different bands and stuff. A lot of times, and no, none of these guys will ever fucking admit it on these bands because it's out of jealousy. Yeah, that's why they hate on us. Like, well, unless he like wrong did, did you wrong somehow what do you hate about the guy like what do you hate on this band so much because you know for example like we all know the guys no no names mentioned but like like midnight oh fuck that band it's yeah. like but you like venom you like all that stuff you like bathory like all stuff that's well, we, maybe you don't like venom i mean no maybe you don't like midnight but from the person i'm talking about what you're what you're a fan yeah, of yeah, your, yeah. your musical fan base you'd be like like eh they just didn't do it for me not fuck those guys and the reason it was clearly obvious because he's more successful than them well um two things is someone leave a comment because I don't know what's going on with these comments you guys should be talking away and I'm not getting them uh so there's that uh and I think we've um closed our show last time kind of pretty much talk about this as well you know uh with, with the it's probably got brought thing. up yeah it's probably got brought up um so there's but i i just thought i think it definitely took a change uh after the 80s you know it it was uh you know i'm not gonna pretend to know i wasn't there in the 80s i was born in the 80s so right 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 but when you when you hear about it and and lived it though because through experiences i think that's where like that's where i'm coming from that's what i'm talking about like it, it seemed like it's kind of torn like because you heard about how great all these bands were and you heard about these things that the, the goddamn city is supposed to be rock and roll city you know what i mean like it, it yeah. should have affinity to these this heavier shit you know mm-hmm. and, and just like when you i don't know when you go to an underground show and stuff not that i'm you know, doing that great at it, at it either, but I do pretty, I do, I, I hang in there pretty okay. Yeah, but do you not notice that it's like it's just not the way, it's just not the camaraderie. Like, dude, like we we talked about it last time too. The Detroit scene, they just there's that camaraderie. You know, what I'm saying like there's they're they're rooting for each other. Like I don't really see that in Cleveland all that much. Outside the people that are doing stuff, you know, like you know, yeah, Athenar probably, probably rooting worse. for CM and vice versa. But you know, what I'm saying like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't have like a widespread. I think I it's, know. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I do get the vibe that, like, there's more of a, uh, you know, uh, uh, they're more united and, like, you know, friends and shit like that in Detroit. But maybe it's because not from there. You've only seen the good. You're not seeing the bad. As opposed to being in Cleveland, you kind of know, even if you don't know them directly, like, obviously, there's a lot of people I know who they are, but I don't, like, know their personal lives. You kind of know a lot of the background drama mm-hmm. because of this. So the Detroit guys might be like, oh, we got a lot of that, too, you know, if you were to ask. Right. So maybe it's just, you know, someone from being out of town, you don't know all the backwards history shit and it could be the same. I have no idea. They're still Clevelanders, they're bros and you know, they do shit together and help each other out, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, so I don't know. There's something to be up. But yeah, that there's stuff. definitely drama bullshit where they don't get along and, you know, you know, hate on each other or whatever for whatever their reasons are. But there's de- there's definitely that going on for sure. Well, so Zach said that he was he was out here for the holiday food drive and he was blown away by the turnout. There were a lot of old rockers. The average age was at least 45. Felt like some kind of community out there. Well, that's kind of what I'm talking about, Zach, is that, yeah, what well, it. It is that older crowd. It's like that 80s one where like now it's kind of precise to the point. Yeah, it's going to be older guys. They're going to. And and then if you kind of talk to those some guy, I don't mean like to attack any of these people. It's just kind of what I've noticed. And I could be entirely wrong, but it doesn't doesn't seem like those guys would be coming out to. uh, Well, to not maybe a midnight show, but an embalmer show. Would you would you think some of the like, you know, being in a Cleveland fans like some of those older uh, Bill Peters crowd kind of guys. No, fuck no. That's yeah. That's what I'm talking about. No. So you know, you're talking about the the old radio station kind of crowd that, and and there's and you know, well, I don't like that stuff. It's like, well, maybe get a give it a chance. You know, that's how yeah. And I could maybe see them not like an embalmer. Embalmer's a pretty extreme band, but minimally, like, yeah, a lot. Some would definitely come out to midnight. Midnight's always a packed house. But uh, who's another band? Like, uh, well, CM doesn't play shows, but something of that. You know, what I mean, I could see them like like they might like other stuff. I mean, Balmer's a little bit of a kind of an extreme. It's like, okay, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's a, a bad mean. example. Yeah, so, I mean, I could kind of see that. But Nunslaughter, CM. Um, yeah, kind of those guys weren't coming out. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They should at least, yeah. They weren't coming out back in the day. And so, like, uh, yeah. but, uh, you know, like Chris says, though, who really cares about scenes as long as bands are putting out good music? That's why I say, because I still go to shows. I just go to uh, bands that I like, and I show up, and I don't give a fuck if there's a bunch of people there or no people there. I no, at the end of the day, I, I guess I don't really care all that much either, but it was, um, you know, when you do a band, you do a label, and yeah, you got people that, I mean, dude, how long did it take for you to start noticing? There, That was a, that was a, that was a shop talk for a while through Hell's Headbangers. was like, wow, we live in Cleveland, Ohio, the, 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 the rock oh, and I, roll city, I man. I know what you're going to say, yeah. And it's just like... We have like zero customers from Ohio. For we do part. now, but yeah, it's like yeah, it, back when at least five years, exactly at least five years, yeah. And, it, it, and but even then, it was like a very small growth. And honestly, yeah. I think it took midnight and the success of that. Yeah, yeah, you would even see orders from Ohio on a regular basis, like in the first five years, you'd see one first five years. And I'm, I mean, I didn't memorize this shit, just throwing out. I mean, you might see an Ohio order. Once every two weeks, yeah, which and that's then, fucking pathetic. And so the, back to so not, and so obviously defending something that I just spotted that I didn't really care all much about. It's just kind of funny because then in between all that, you would hear from some Cleveland bands like, "Well, Hell's Headbangers doesn't support the Cleveland scene." It's just a whole, what? That's the biggest crack of shit ever. Yeah, just look at how many bands from Ohio, you know, Cleveland are. Cause te- I just anybody in Ohio started just out thought, doing yeah. that. See, that was the first fucking release. Spawn of Saint and Bloodsick, yeah. Embodying two Cleveland bands. And then after that was Nunslaughter. Yeah. Well, they're from Pittsburgh. They weren't at the time when we dealt with them. Yeah. I didn't fucking know that. They're a Cleveland. bunch of Clevelanders in it then. Yeah, but look at all the other bands that, you know, from Cleveland, you know, uh, that we've dealt with. You know, Crucify Mortals, Embalmer, uh, Void Meditation Cult, Manicore. Um, we, dealt, we dealt with Destructor. We did the split uh, seven inch with uh, Nunslaughter. Yeah. Uh, we dealt, uh, dude, there's tons more Cleveland bands that we dealt uh, with. Uh, who the fuck am I forgetting? I don't know, but no, there, but there's a shitload. I'm there's kind of a lot, uh, and, and there's no but shitloads that we we put out, and like some that I could go out there. Oh fuck, yeah, we still have some of these in stock. Yeah, so it's like if you for anyone that says that, you're just you're an ignorant dumbass because of midnight. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, that was later on, but, but yeah. But still, I mean, late, like, don't they don't do Cleveland bands? Like, what do you, what do you, what fucking rock are you living under? Well, and it, it honestly, it, it, what it amounted to was it was just someone bitter that was just like, well, sorry, some, just because you're from the area doesn't mean we're going to like your band. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys rather at that time, <laughs> but from the Depths LP, Cleveland, yeah, no Kents, man. I, 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 I just like, say Ohio. I know. Well, Cleveland like, likes that, to embody their round. Yeah. Cle- that was always a joke I heard about. Cleveland likes to claim everything around it as its own. That and well, that's just the only because we're in Valley City. I live in Medina. You're not going to mention those places. Anybody watches like what the, what the fuck's that? No, so but like you're like well, there's Cedar Point. I'm going to start, start saying Columbus. Right, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You, Cleveland, so you, you say a whole damn, a whole yeah. damn state. You just it say it because it's closest by. It's well, that was always the joke too. You get other people like you're from Ohio, so do you know Frank Jones? Just because I'm in, yeah, dude. Right. If I were to drive from Cleveland to Cincinnati, it would take me four hours. How am I going to know Frank Jones just because I live in the state? Yeah. Like, and then that's not going west and east. I mean, just stupid. But <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, terror is some sick Cleveland terror, terror, terror dude. Did it. We did a seven inch. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We've done tons of fucking, I know. I, I I'm just, yeah, that's why, but I thought it's good radio to bring and we up. We would have done more. We, we would have done even, <laughs> we had more in the pipeline that we we're going to do over the years, but someone fell off the radio. Cause some of these fucking guys are jackass knobs. So won't mention names again, <laughs> but, uh, but there would have been even more releases. I'm in that area. Oh, Morris. <laughs> what did Morris say? Morris said, what happened to the old co-host? Not that the new one isn't better. Just curious. Should we tell it? Well, what do you mean? You know, past episodes. Listen to those. No, so, no? well, no? I, all right, I'll just, I'll just break this. See, he asked. I, I, it's been so many years anymore. I, I can just how, say. How long ago was that? It's probably longer than it seems. Yeah. While I'm wrapping that up, uh, we're God getting that thought ahead from Morris. Uh, Noe wants to know, will HHR re-release Trench Hell? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it definitely probably needs to be. As a matter of fact, you know, I was saying about time frame. Uh, that's one that, yeah, it's the time is kind of due. As a matter of fact, yeah, I don't want to say that. But uh, <laughs> I, I think that I'll just leave it there. I'll say it more politely. I think they kind of owe us if we want to. Oh. So yeah, we very well. That's uh, that meaning more so that we that we probably will. And uh, that guy, I remember when we first did, especially the first seven inch. Then we eventually did a seven inch picture. Of this that went fucking well as hell. Like the, the response, people. No, loved I remember it. do that. And, and well, this is even the fact that nobody's bringing it up. And I just remember when that came out, a lot of people were like really talking about yeah. that. Uh, what's the dude's name in that? I can't think of it. Is it's like uh, it's this like two Hushy guys. or Poochy or Oh, is it Hushy? Hushy. Yeah, Hushy. Yeah, yeah. Hushy. Yeah. I think it's I was just, just thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about Hellcast, and I remember him. When Elgast like first started, oh, he was like, listening. He was listening. Oh, I didn't and know I that. Remember, like Chase forwarded something because you know well, Chase's bro. Was, Chase's bros. Well, right. So and he I'll, was, honestly, it's even if you don't like the band's music from Australia, I gotta say, man, it's it's hard not to like those guys. All those fucking Australian metal dudes are cool as fuck. Beat the Cleveland scene. That's for damn sure. They're just all cool fucking guys. <laughs> See, there you go. Everyone I, I was right, dude, dude. Remember, like uh, a band I'm not a big fan of. Personally, they're they're unique and they're cool. It's Portal. A man, I meet him for the first oh, yeah. time, hit it off. I was like, these guys are cool fucking Stayed dudes. Stayed in my apartment. Yeah. Gave the guy a ride. I you never, did, I never oh, met you these You took them to the restaurant. Yeah, we, yeah. Drove them to the restaurant. Well, yeah. I was playing host. Yeah, yeah. And had nothing to do with the show. They, they were playing cool dudes. Really cool dudes. And, and then, then I got yeah. to meet, no, and in Maryland, I got to meet, um, which I do like, I got to meet the guys in Nocturnal Graves. They were cool as fuck. No, I didn't Dest- get to meet them. Yeah, Destructor played, um, Destructor played our fest. They were cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Guys at Denouncement Pyre got to meet them because they played Maryland. Oh, yeah. They were cool as fuck. Dude, they're all fucking super cool guys. You know, I meet all these Aussie guys. Yeah. 
Well, there you go. And that, but I remember Hushy, yeah, bringing that when Hellcast first started, we didn't really know how it was being received. So like any little thing that was mentioned about it, like I would hear about it. And I remember Chase mentioned that, yeah, Hushy did a post like, Hey, I want to start a metal podcast. Kind of like, he, wasn't he doing a label? Man, you always, I was right at the punchline. Yeah. Yeah. Was <laughs> yes. He was doing a label. So what he, was that called? Was, I don't remember. Sorry. Yeah, I remember when he did it. Yeah. Uh, so, so then he was saying though, he's like, I want to do a podcast kind of like Hellcast, like as if everyone's heard of it. Mm-hmm. And I was very flattered to hear that because I was like, oh, like, I guess we're making waves. <laughs> so that that always stuck in my head. And I was just thinking about that the other day. I they, were, they, were good, they were a good band. I wasn't as I wasn't as big on them. Like Chase loved them. I wasn't as big. But they, going back, they were a cool sounding band because they, they're unique. They didn't sound like because a lot of those bands like um, were kind of getting ragged on. Like they just, just a rip off of uh Gospel, I mean, a uh, uh, destroyer six six six. Oh yeah, and I know people. Which, do that. which a lot of people, but you can't say after like the trench house. Like that don't sound like. No, destroyer that sounds like, it's kind of like frost. Exactly, stuff. exactly. Uh, so I want to answer Morris' question, and what, what 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 happens to Eddie Satan is what he's asking the old code host. Not that the new one isn't any better. Just curious was his question because this is kind. It does kind of come up, and like you said, go to a past episode it was explained. Uh, apparently, a lot of people missed that because uh, you just kind of quit, basically, right? Quit kind of slash canned. I canned him. <laughs> okay, got canned. Yeah. Uh, well, but it was kind of a quip because he kind of like just basically pulled himself out. It was never available. Well, there was that going on. So I, I don't know. I got. Yeah. So like, you know, I do things. I'm very passionate about what I do. And I, yeah, I just wanted, just like, wasn't available, I wanted to keep like, dude, let's, we got to do episodes and stuff. And so, uh, yeah, there was kind of sore, always an excuse to his defense though. I mean, he had shit going on. Um, like it, but it always kind of seemed like it was just the same excuse. And I was like, brother, man, if that's not getting any better, man, you're going to like double down and, and get some answers then from doctors or something. I don't know. And I had a lot going on. I was becoming a father at the time. And, uh, oh, was it wrapping that up an al- Yeah. Yeah. It's wrapping up an album. So I had a lot of things going. I was like, dude, I don't have time for this shit. I gotta, I want to be making episodes. I want to be doing this. And so that happened. It's like, so it pretty much got to a point where there was an agreement, you know, that's, it was kind of sort of a monetary kind of thing that it wasn't like Hellcast is rolling in some dough or something, but like that he felt otherwise about. And we rectified that problem early on, but then he brought it up again. I was like, so now you're not able to show up and you're bringing up resolved issues that were way more in your favor as the resolution than what you were proposing. But I guess I get, but why are we talking about this? Let's talk about, you know, let's make yeah. an episode. So it was just kind of shit like that. It's like, ah, dude, I don't have time for this. So kind of just, yeah, I gave him the boot because of that and uh, had a little bit of business bitterness that surrounded it. But frankly, so if Eddie Satan's even watching, like, I, dude, I don't even remember <laughs> anymore. Yeah, it's just I, I can kind of give a shit. I, mean, I never had it. It was between yeah. you guys, but I don't have I never had it. Yeah. Any, well, I mean, and, and fuck, he might be. What are you talking about? Bitter? I didn't know you're bitter. Like, I, I mean, I wasn't like, hey, fuck that guy. But it was just like, <laughs> I was just kind of just, no, I was just, because I've, I've listened to those episodes recently again. I was like, you know, there was a really cool uh, chemistry, as everyone always says. I always, they don't always kind of annoys me too when people say chemistry, but well, he's a really cool easy, chemistry, he's a really yeah. easy guy to get along with. And talk yeah. to easily, no matter who you are. So, so you brought a lot connect, of fun yeah. to it, and we there was a really cool camaraderie that I thought worked really well for the show. So I was kind of just bummed out that that happened. Really good friends. We had a lot of fun. We did a lot of great things. Uh, so you know there was just that, and just kind of upset about all that. But 
honestly, yeah, if you, I'd call him up right now and be like, hey, come on down and do an episode if you want. Not, not like permanently, but like come on down and, and shoot us some shit with us. So I, I wouldn't care. The, the, the hatchet is buried, whatever it was, because I don't remember. <laughs> it's like, it yeah. probably was all me. You know, he might be saying, that, I don't know. Reaper was the dickhead. Kicked me out. Kicked me off. I, I had yeah. problems. I had yeah. fucking health problems. That dickhead kicks me off. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it could be his interpretation. I'd be interested. Fuck, let's have a Q&A with him. I'd be curious. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I and I don't know if anyone ever says that about me and, and that I'm even someone of that caliber to talk about. But it was funny because uh, there was a review of uh, the Chris Fomoral Psalms of the Dead Choir CD. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it was like a Russian guy. So I think it was like just kind of a, a language barrier. OK. But one of the things that he put in like. You know, there's just, there's just this, this band was has changed lineup through a lot of the years and used to like operate as a four piece. Where on this record, it's just two guys, probably because Reaper's a very hard guy to deal with. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, it's like well, in that case, I mean, there's I, a lot I'm of best. Like, I'm the best. I'm like I've given a lot of people. But yeah, look at a band like uh, was chances. Look, very successful band like uh, Incantation. I mean, all the over the years, goddamn man, they had more lineup changes than the fucking you change your underwear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've had tons of members in and out. Well, I've heard that about Chuck Schulten there, like that people would be like, yeah, he was a, a lot of people didn't really like him. It's like, well, look where death was, man. I mean, that they're an iconic band. I'm kind of thinking anyone saying that he was the asshole was he's, the he's probably a go getter and they weren't. Yeah. That's what it is, like he was just know? getting pissed. It's like you're, you're, you he's trying to get, she's trying to, again, he's trying to get shit done and they're, yeah, they're not, they're not pulling their load. Like, I, I'm sorry. You know, like, yeah. you know, I, I asked if you want to do this, we're doing it. You said, yeah. Well, a lot of times, especially in this, uh, in the music scene, wrong. no, but the music scene, especially the metal scene, it's easy to um, happen because when you mentioned doing a project or so, especially a band, people are like, yeah, yeah, I'm in because they think it's all it is, drinking some beers, playing some shows, and just yes. having fun. It's like, well, no, no, dude, there's some work involved. I want to like do this as a band. Like, I want to put out records. I want to. Well, someone, you know, make <laughs> I guess this a real people band. People do say that beyond my back because someone did tell you that that it was with worked close to me for oh, many never years. wants to do shows. He never wants to do shows. Just, like an just, old man. Like, well, yeah, because it's fucking just. Get drunk and hang out and do whatever for you. I'm the fucking idiot work. that has to go run the goddamn stand. Make sure that we're practicing. I want to. I don't want to just go up there and shake my head for 45 minutes. So I had yeah. props that everyone fucking hated. But hey, I want to do cool shit. So I think that's what happens. A lot of the guys yeah. are on the, on, the, on the party page just want to play, have fun. And there's nothing wrong with that. The no, thing is, but, but the thing is that there's four members of the band. You should all be on the same page. If you all have that same, that's all you want to do, then great. Have have fun, do at it. But if you have a go-getter and he's trying to, like, make it a real band, yeah, he's going to be the dickhead. But he's not the dickhead. He's just, he has a different vision. He's the guy with the motivation, the dream, yeah, you know? Exactly. And uh, yeah, uh, The work ethic. Yeah. Bring Satan back for an episode. Miss him, uh, oh, <laughs> miss him derailing the subject and revealing too much personal information. That is hilarious <laughs> that you say that, Chris, because... I don't know if I really ever like going into those episodes that just kind of just went over my head that like, wow, you are like really like have no, which is great because it's good for radio, you know, like have no problem revealing this stuff. And then I was talking to a fan uh, like months later, like that, you know, that, that met me in person. And was like, man, I love how Eddie just like totally like has no shame in, in telling these personal stories. And I was like. Yeah, I guess he does. Like, I guess he does really kind of just go for it. Like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, so much I, of the average person. Shit wrong with my ass. I wouldn't be talking about it. But, yeah, I'd be, you know, that, I'd be keeping that in the deal. I'd be, yeah, but but I'm glad that you did because it's it's it is entertaining and you kind of got to be there. And that's what I'm saying. That's uh, like, uh, yeah, I I realized that that the, he had that and that that was really cool. So I don't know. I got nothing but really the best things to say. And 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 I'll own up that maybe it was me that kind of 
made that end quicker than it needed to. But like I said, I, I just wanted to do shit. And apparently I'm the geezer that just never wants to play shows. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do shit. Sorry. Listener H. I remember the, 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 bar, remember the bar with two old men, two beers on tap, Bud Light, oh, Bud Wines. We'll that place that. is awesome. Yo, man, no, we'll, no, no. The place next to Kanye's. That place was awesome. Oh, I thought you were talking about Cincinnati with the two fucking toilet stalls. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to take a shit in that. No, and that was CBGB's that he said I can't wait to take a shit. Oh, uh, but the but the bar, the one bar. Oh, that All right, you're hitting awesome. me with okay. So the first one C, <laughs> let's go with CBGB's. Can't wait to Yeah, CBGB's. If you ever been there before it closed down. The it shortly closed down um after Crucify Mortal. Yeah, it was shortly there. after. I remember I remember when it closed down. I remember you didn't him. go to it. I didn't go, though. but I remember Don was talking about it. I always gotta play CBGB's because all the greats, you know. Yeah, and he fucking yeah. he didn't tag along. Oh, I thought he was going to. He was in the van oh, okay. and he got mad because someone was late. <laughs> oh, I think I did hear that story. I think I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, I do know what you're talking. Wait, is that the one we got? Someone got the phone thrown at their head or some shit? Or maybe oh, you, is that the one you that. hung up on them? I did that a lot, but that was uh, <laughs> uh, why it's just like fuck you, man. No, what was the way, one? What was the one? Yeah, you were driving, hung up, and he was just he had the he had the, he had the poopy diaper on. Yeah, that, quiet that was, the entire was, ride, two hour ride. Was that, that, was that one else? No, Sebastian showed up late. That's oh, Sebastian. That's, you better be. Laugh. I've always got a Sebastian story. If you've ever followed Crucified Mortals, you know who I'm talking about. Or if you've been listening to the, the Hellcast, show, he's been on the Hellcast a few times. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about Vader. Which, by the way, that yeah. dude's name was not Peter. It was uh, Adrian that wrote the lyrics. Okay. But he was a Polish dude. It wasn't Peter that wrote the early Vader lyrics. We're all over the place. So CBGB's. Before it closed down, Crucify Mortals played a show there. It was Sun Descends, which is Men Von Stein from Exumer's band. Deceased. CM. And I don't remember who else. It was a local or maybe a band from Boston, but that doesn't matter. So, yeah, you go there, man. Like, when you go down, like, the bathrooms are downstairs. And this place is not really the place to piss in, let alone watch a show. <laughs> it's just that filthy. Yeah. Especially if you're seeing the documentary about it. Holy shit. So, yeah, you go down, and, like, the flight of stairs, and, like, there's just, like, these, like, wet, just, you know, those Western kind of doors, whatever the hell they, you, the technical term would be. And so, like, you could just see right into the, the stall because, for whatever reason, the men's bathroom, like, if you had to go to the stall, to the, the the one and only toilet that is like three stairs propped it up in the bathroom that's just a straight arrow straight you know you got to bump into dudes pissing at the time and then well, excuse me excuse me excuse me and then get up and then sit on this throne and then while anyone walking down the stairs could just see you totally taking a dump <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the women's room on the other side which I think he ended up using because it was cleaner or, or less well, I thought he couldn't scary. wait to take a shit in it though well, I think he didn't know that that was the women's something weird, but oh. yeah, yeah, I where it was, but yeah, that was the line. I was like, I mean, I can't wait to take a dump here. I was like, really? I I can't wait to get out of here. Yeah, and then Chase sitting <laughs> by. I don't see me, James, but like, remember, remember uh, Chase Chase sitting by himself at McDonald's. That guy's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Chase from HH. Yeah. So then your other story of the other stalls in Cincinnati, Ash. I hope you're watching, man. I don't remember what that place was called, and. The was that the Cincinnati show I went with you? Yes, it was. Oh, man. I, those, so the, there was two being... fucking crappers in the men's room and they had no stalls. So there were just two shitters right next to each other. And you're just like, I don't get this scenario. Like, who's going to be taking two dumps and be like, how you doing? <laughs> it's like you're in prison. Yeah. But we were going to get Sebastian and Zach were both admitted to doing that. Lisa, you know, posing oh, for oh, that photo, like oh, yeah. giving each other high five. Did they actually do that? No, we oh. fucked up. We were like, oh, we'll do it at the show. Never do it after the show. You won't. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> do yeah. it when you're ready to do it. So so Jim Sadist. So anyway, RIP, anyone that remembers that? We're right down the street from his house. Um, 
Because Crucify Mortal is a nun slot. Well, Crucify Mortal's practice spot for a while was right down the street from where he lived. And so a lot of time I would go to Crucify Mortal's practice and then I'd cruise down to his house and then we'd get in the car and then we'd go to nun slot practice. So we would come back and there was this really just shitty hole in the wall bar. And then one day we, Jim didn't drink. He didn't do anything. But me and Zach left uh, his house the one time. And he's like, let's go to that bar. We got nothing else better to do. So we went in this bar and man, like crickets is, and just a bunch of old dudes. And so, and then they just had the one tap. <laughs> Bud Light. And, and then, when, so you're just like, what would you like? What would you like to drink? And you're just, uh, well, what's on tap here? Bud Light. Like, oh God. Uh, <laughs> well, what do you got in bottle? Bud Light. <laughs> Budweiser. Miller. <laughs> so shit, shit, and shit. And then shit in there twice. Got it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would go to then. I don't know what I did go to. And then they just had like Smokies. And then and that was it. There's like five people. And then, yeah, the shit, shit, and shit to drink. And, and then you're like, Zach, hey, this place is awesome. Like, I want to play a Necrophil show here. I'm just like, well, you have fun doing that. I'm going to leave is, wasn't he, is he like semi-serious too when he said this place is well, awesome? Because he, he kind of was trying to do that play like every shitty place. Uh-huh. He wanted to do a Rust Belt tour, <laughs> but not play like Cleveland Agora and like yeah, play yeah. like that place or then like go to like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Youngstown, Ohio, which is not a nice place, uh, and play and find the shittiest place there, which I probably would be anywhere. There we go. That was the Q and A that lasted for two questions. I was just talking about that shit today, man. Like this, this Facebook crap. You know, you could have a hundred thousand followers, man, and you won't even reach but six thousand of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's bullshit. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck am I building this page for then? Yeah, ultimately, yeah. I gotta pay for it. I'll just fucking pay for it every goddamn time. Yeah, yeah. And then figure that bullshit out because that's fun. So anyway, join the mailing list. That way it's just like, bam, there's our community. You know what I mean? We don't have to worry about this shit, you know, and then you won't miss episodes and stuff. And you won't have to ask what happened to Satan because he was in that previous one. He would have got that notification. So mm-hmm. there it is. The second live Hellcast. Hellcast.net. Join that mailing list. Go to the website. Tell people about Hellcast. We'll talk to you next time. See you next time.